in your life. We're going to talk about tonight, Pastor, been talking about God who's bigger than words, taking off limits, removing barriers, restrictions, talking about breakthrough in our lives. And I'm, I've just been, I've been meditating on just how we're ambassadors for his glory and how that requires us to take the limits off. When we're going with the government of God, we're going against the grain, the, the current and the course of this world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. And tonight I felt the Lord put on my heart really specifically how to release your faith to get the results you want to have. How are we going to release our faith to get results? When we talk about faith, the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. We, the just shall live by faith. But how do we release our faith to get the results that we believe God has for our lives? And so I, I just begin to ask the Lord, like, why, what is going on on why I'm not quite seeing now? I, know, I mean, we don't walk by what we see, we walk by faith. But there is a time where there's a manifestation of the things you believe in God for. There is, sometimes there's different seasons, sometimes things happen, sometimes things take longer. And, but that doesn't change the fact that you believe when you receive, you believe when you receive it, when you believe you receive it. You say it, you believe that you receive it, and you hold on to that answer. So releasing your faith to get results. Acts 3.16 says, And his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you now see and know that the faith that is through Jesus has given this man this perfect health in the presence of you all. They had to do something with their faith. What did they do different that day than they did any other day? They were able to take, they, they had the same faith the day before. God says he's given everybody the measure of faith. So we, we're not in here tonight wondering, God, do I have faith? You're born again. You're in the house of God. You have faith. He said he's given everyone the measure of faith. And what I want to do is inspire you tonight to use your faith like never before. I want to inspire you tonight to take, take some of these limits off, take some of the restrictions off. I'm doing this in my own life. I'm just saying, God, I want to see more results. I want to see, I want to see growth. I want to see breakthrough. I want to see increase, not just financially, but every area of my life. I want to see God moving around me and through me. And I just feel like you're here tonight on a Tuesday night because you're hungry. You want more. And so I believe that when we come asking, we come hungry, he's going to make a deposit. Everybody say deposit. So he's made a deposit. You have, let's just say, let's just say for, for fun, it might be, might be true, might not be true, but let's just say you have a million dollars deposited in your account. You could do a lot with a million dollars, right? I mean, everybody, just talking about a million dollars, put a smile on a lot of your face. I like that. Dang, that's what I'm talking about. One million dollars, it's like 10 million, my smile gets even bigger. A hundred million, now we're talking. Let's go. Well, we're all just like, all right, now we're really, we can do, let's do some stuff here. We can do a lot with a million, we can do a lot more with 10 million. But here's the thing. If we don't ever do something with it, what is it doing? What, what is it? It just stays deposited. And so I feel like God's stirring me up to begin to really put a demand on myself to release. Everybody say release. 
See, you've got a great deposit on the inside of you, and I've got a great deposit on the inside of me, but until I release my faith, until you spend the money, it doesn't have a result. And so I think so many times we're, we're stirring ourselves up, and me, me especially, I'm always like, oh, stir it up, stir up, stir up, stir up, oh well. Out of your belly is going to flow rivers of living water. But he's made a deposit on the inside of us, and we have to release that faith that he's given us, and we stir up our faith. Faith comes by what? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so we're stirring up our faith. We're developing our faith. But you, beloved, in Jude 20, but you, beloved, but building up your most holy faith, build up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So you're strengthening yourself. You're praying in the Spirit. You're hearing the Word. So I feel like as Christians in this room, we're loaded. We're loaded. It's not one million. It's not just 10 million. It's not just 100 million. We have access to unlimited resources. All of heaven is standing by to go as we release our faith with us. And I just feel like God, Slap myself up a little bit. Why am I worried about this? Or why am I worried about that? Or God, what am I doing? And I felt like the Lord gave me the scripture, Hebrews 10, 35. It's not in my outline, but it says, well, actually, let's, let's go there. Hebrews 10, 35. And I think the Lord, you know, the, you know the Lord doesn't play tricks on you, but I do feel like he set me up a little bit. It's okay. God has a great sense of humor, and he'll have fun with you. He's your, he's your dad, so he wants to have a good time, and he has fun, and, and you should be talking to your father in heaven. You should have a relationship with him, and I think sometimes, you know, God, God will do stuff for me and just kind of just be like, oh, okay, well, I wasn't, definitely wasn't looking that scripture up, but it just happens to be right next door, so I saw it. And so then he's like, well, that's not really the one I really wanted you to read, but that was a good one. But the one I needed you to read was the one after it. I'm like, oh, man. Got me, Lord. Okay. How do you guys know? You don't pray for patience, right? I mean, is there anybody in here who prays for patience? Chantel? I knew there was, I knew we were going to need to pray for you tonight. <laughs> hey, we get opportunities every day to develop patience, right? If we don't even want to. No, but I'm just, I'm just having fun. But it's true. It's true. Hebrews 10, 35 says what? Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. What is our confidence in? Our confidence is in the mighty name of Jesus, that as we agree with him, his, he's in me, I'm in him, you will ask what you will, and what? It shall be done for you. And so I'm releasing my faith because he's already made a deposit in me. I'm be developing it and I'm building it, and now it's time for me to whew, release it. And that point of contact that day where they touched that man, and then he sprung up on his feet, and it was by the name of Jesus and faith in that name. But they had to release their faith. They released it. And then there was later, there's different, different instances where people just by being in the shadow, just by being close to them, were healed. I mean, it's powerful, but I feel like we're going to be walking. We are. We just don't realize it. We're walking supernatural, naturally. You're, you're supernatural. You're loaded. You're spiritually equipped 
with what God has given us in each and every one of us. And one thing I was trying to emphasize during the, the message about being God's ambassadors was that we have to be who we are created to be. We can't be anybody else. We can't try to be who somebody else is because that is not going to get the results that God has ordained us to have. So release our faith. Cast not away your confidence. Why? Because it has a what? Great recompense of reward. Who likes rewards? I love it. Jane likes rewards. She raised her hand. Thank you, Jane. I, I knew somebody was in here. But this is the scripture the Lord wanted me to read for myself, but I'll share it with you because I, I like being transparent. This is the Lord's, this is the one I was meditating on Hebrews 10, 35, and I wanted to share that one with you guys. But then the Lord says, but then I want you to read the next one. This one's for you. For you have need of patience. That after you've done the will of God, you'll receive the promise. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm going to get with the program here. Hey, God is a good God. He loves, he loves me. He tells me things that I need to make changes on in my life. Why? Because he wants to help me improve. He knows that in my heart, he's put things that are big dreams, that there's no way I can accomplish any of it without him. And he knows if I'm going to do it, then I'm going to have to be listening and being obedient and having that patience to cultivate and develop. There's people who've been doing, doing things 50 years, and God could still give them that scripture. Because there's certain areas. Everybody's at a different place, different times, different areas. But for me, I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get busy on that. And I don't think it's as much as just being patient. I'm waiting at the stoplight. Come on, turn green! Not that kind of patience. Just patiently. <laughs> Nobody's ever done that. That's okay. Patiently, patiently pursuing. Patiently Patiently releasing my faith and equipping and building people and watching and, and stirring and developing so that I can reach the potential. To believe in our heart is not enough. We have to declare with our mouth. We have to call those things what not as though they were. We're talking about faith tonight. We're talking when I talked about millions, everybody's smiling. Guess what? I believe there could be millions sitting in here. And we just release it. I mean, who knows? Who knows what God will do? But I know that he wants to do something. He wants to bless us. He wants to multiply us. And I think it's kind of interesting, the people that have a, a more of a challenge, I feel like it's because the devil knows. Maybe it's certain areas you, you've been trying to, to press in and break through, and next thing you know, it's like you feel this weight and it's a, this resistance. Why? Just keep pushing don't grow weary in well-doing. Galatians 6, 9, I love that scripture. Don't grow weary in well-doing because in due season, you're going to reap the harvest if you don't faint. Challenge yourself to say it. Challenge yourself to speak it. Challenge yourself to not only meditate on the word, but declare it. Your word says that you take pleasure in my prosperity. Your word says that you direct the steps of the righteous. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. And, and you just begin to say it and believe it and speak it and walk it out. I'm challenging myself tonight because I believe as a body, we, want, we, we all want more. We're all singing that song tonight. We want more of you, God. Not just for me. I'm fine. I've got an awesome family. I'm so thankful. The, the most important things in life. 
And all the, all the money in the world can't buy people happiness. We're not talking about for that. We're talking about using it for the glory, using it for kingdom purpose. We're talking about, yeah, we have everything we need. God has no problem with you having nice stuff, nice houses, nice everything else. But he also wants you to be obedient when he gives you all that, that you can, that you can do what he is asking you to do with it. And, it's, and that's where I like that. I, want, I, I can tell you firsthand that it's much better to be in a position to be giving than having to have a need all the time. And I've had both. I've had both. There's, I've, I, and I like way more having <laughs> abundance and excess where I don't have to think about it. Amen. I mean, I know budgets are great and I know all this stuff. You got to be a good steward. But I don't like thinking about it. I just like thinking like, I want to go do that. Okay, that sounds good. Let's go. I, have for, I almost forgot what it feels like. It hasn't been like that lately. But I can tell you, I remember. I'm not forgetting. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to go keep going. I, it's not for me. I know it's part of my destiny. I don't even worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. Just trust and believe that God has a plan for your prosperity, for your blessing, so that you have more than enough for the needs that you have and those around you. And faith in his name has made this man strong. If you abide my word, we quoted earlier, if you abide in me, I'm gonna give you these, I'll give you these scripture references so just so you have them. The first one was Acts 3.16, if you wanna write that one down. That was the one where it says, and his name, by faith in his name, has made this man whole. The next one, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you will and it shall be done for you. Release your faith for results. John 15, 7. Mark eleven twenty two. 22, one of the greatest scriptures on faith through 24. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that that what he says will come to pass, it what? It shall be done. Releasing our faith releasing the deposit that he's placed in you, stirring up the gifts of God that he's giving you and releasing them for power. I brought, I brought a little illustration for you in just a moment. That's Mark 11, 22 through 24. Hebrews 4, 16. Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace in the time of need. God's grace is God's power at the point of your need. We have, we're, we're saved by grace. We move by grace. And it's those things like grace and love and peace that helps you release your faith. Because you love people, you have compassion. The Bible says Jesus had compassion on them, and so he was drawn to them, and he healed them all. So our hearts, as a body, when you see needs, you, want, you, 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 you feel that and, and you have compassion, but it's the grace of God. And that's how we release our faith through love. It, faith works through love. It works through because we love people. So we're able to release our faith and we're, we're touching that need. As soon as we release it, we're, we release it by actually connecting to it. We're, we're, when, you, when you take your money out of your pocket and you hand it over the cash register, it's just you, you're, you're giving it away. You're sowing it. You're, you're, you're sending it off for something else in exchange. Your faith is bringing 
salvation to people's lives. Your faith, you're releasing your faith is bringing provision into not only your lives, but other people's lives. Your faith is releasing healing, miracles. And I believe this is the day and hour as we develop our faith. This is a season of acceleration. This is a time where God is developing us and accelerating things so that, so that we can be moving in these last days how we're supposed to be as a body, as a team, and as individuals. And so I just want to do my part. I'm just being God, you know what? If it means I need to just get some more patience so I can do the will of God and receive the promise, then that's what I'm going to do. But I'm not going to stop and say, God, why, why, why is this happening? You know, I feel like the Spirit of God said to me today, when I was like, I, I wasn't really whining or anything, but I was just kind of thinking, I was just meditating a little bit, and I was thinking, why, why is it if we're releasing our faith? And I felt like, I felt like it, was, it was so clear that our faith is working more when there's opposition because we're releasing it than when everything's just going nice and easy. When everything's just going easy and nice, you're just kind of like, oh yeah, everything's good. You're not really releasing your faith. You're not really, you're not spending the deposit. You're not letting it back out. It's when, it's when you're in it, you're with it. We're fighting, what is it? Fight the fight of faith. It's a fight. It's a, there's a force of resistance against the people of God. And you can feel it when you go to pray what is your mind, your, your body saying, I don't feel like praying right now? Yeah. How many go to prayer and you're just like, your body's just like, yeah, you can pray all day. You can think of a million other things your mind comes up with when you feel like, when you set aside time to pray and you're going to pray, all of a sudden all these other things are going, I got to do this, I got to do that. My body's tired. I want to go to sleep. I mean, I can think of all these other things. Why? Your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. Your mind, your will, your emotions training them to operate with the Spirit of God in your life. And that's something that you have to develop. Yeah, we're born again instantly, but we're making disciples. We're reaching people, and we want them to develop. We don't want to just reach them, get them born again, and then let them go. They're not going to be able to go very far. They're not going to be able to do very much. Because someone needs to teach them how to develop this thing called faith in that relationship and build in their life. And so I like, I, like, I like that scripture so much. Come boldly into the throne room of grace, Hebrews 4, 16, that we may obtain mercy and find grace in the time of need. Stir up the gift of God, 2 Timothy 1, 6. I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God. Realize, remember that you are a treasure. You have treasure in earthen vessels. You've got something special and tangible in you that has to be released to be effective. If you have all the money, you got the millions of dollars, everybody's smiling when we talk about millions of dollars. Woo, everybody's happy. Millions. We're smiling. Guess what? If we don't spend it, it's not doing anything. I know, but I just like having the millions. I just want to keep it. Yeah, but you keep it. There was a story I heard. I heard that this guy, he was an older gentleman, and they, you know, they, they actually sent in people because he'd actually passed away in his house. And he, they saw some boxes and they thought oh, maybe he's just collecting stuff. They actually thought something, somebody did something to him. So they, they checked everything out and everything was fine. He just died of natural causes except for that he starved to death. And they're like, how is this even possible? This was, this, he could have went to the store. I mean, he could have done anything he wanted to do. He could have, he could have, they went, they started going through these boxes 
He had $34,000 in cash in a box in his house, and he starved to death. He didn't want to release it. But if we don't release it, it's not going to do any benefit to us. If we want to eat, we got to either grow the food or buy the food. We want to, if we want to see the kingdom of God, the principles of God, they all work by faith. The love of God in faith is how we operate. We release it and we grab a hold of it. When we say it, we're speaking it, we're declaring it, we're living it, and we're not taking no for an answer because we want to take ground. We want to advance. We want to go. Sometimes we don't see, and this is one thing that I've been, this has been helping me lately, is even when we don't, I'll be right back, just in case those who are watching the video right now. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is a map, okay? This is a map. This is a, this is a map. It's an aviation map for the San Francisco. See all these lines? There's a lot going on. So what I wanted to, what I was, what I was feeling like the Spirit of God was telling me was, is if I want to get you to a specific destination, and think about on your, on your cell phone or your navigational device, where do you have to do first before you can figure out where you're going? What is the first thing that it says on your device or your GPS or anything else? What's the first thing it has to know? The destination? Yeah, it has to know the destination, but you said it. Where are we? We don't real so many times we're thinking where and I'm I just feel like this is where the Spirit of God spoke to me. We so many times think about where we want to go, but I don't want to really think about where I'm at. And it's like if God is gonna help me navigate from here to here. He's, he's taking us on a course and sometimes we don't understand. I know that Joseph didn't understand the route that he had to go through to go from the pit to being a slave and to the prison before he hit the palace. I know King David, when he was anointed king that day, didn't think he was gonna spend his life for the next however many 10 years running from cave to cave, looking out for his life because the king was after him and he's thinking, wait a minute. I'm anointed king. I'm supposed to be right here in the palace. And I'm over here in the swamp. But guess what? In one day, I truly believe this. I've, I've said this 10 times. This is a time, one day transition. When you feel like in your life, things are being shut down, doors are being closed, you can't figure out how you're gonna navigate, guess what? The greatest navigator of all time, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords knows exactly how to get you where you need to be. If we're following after him, he directs the steps of the righteous. I just want you to have peace in your heart and your mind tonight and know that you keep fighting the good fight of faith, declaring his word, understanding his plan and purposes for your life. He's gonna get you where you're going and you're gonna take people and you're gonna help people and you're gonna bless people along the way because that's part of his will for your life. This map, these maps, they have so many different things on them. But one of the other things is, is especially with aviation, they have different instruments that help you to navigate when you can't see. And even when you can see sometimes. I've flown from Monterey back to, back to here, Cameron Park. And I just, 
just a few months ago, I had the privilege to fly down and fly back. And I, I remember when I left, it was crazy because the, the communication, the radio wasn't working right. It was just some weird stuff. And, and so I'm talking to the tower on my cell phone. Because all the components were working, I could hear him just fine. But he couldn't hear me. So I'm trying to talk to him on the radio, and I, and I hear him saying, okay, so-and-so, go ahead. Go. I'm like, what about me? I asked for permission. I don't hear anything back. I'm on the right frequency. I'm tuned in. But there's something broken. Something's not working. And it was weird. It was intermittent because the next time it was working just fine. So I call the tower on the cell phone, and he goes, I'm going to give you this light signal. When you get the light signal, you're clear for takeoff. And I was like, awesome. I've never seen that before. And next thing you know, I'm like taxiing over. And then I'm sitting there. And next thing you know, you see from the towers just like this. And I was just like, that is the green light that I've never seen before. I mean, it was like laser lights. And I feel like sometimes in our relationship with God, we feel like, we feel like we're, we're hearing him, but he's not hearing us. Something's going on with our communicator. Like, like, God, I was speaking your word. I'm hearing your voice. I see your word. I know what it says. I know that it's not going to return void. It's going to accomplish that which you sent it to do. But I just don't. I, I, it, you can't be hearing me because this wouldn't look like this. But I'm here to tell you tonight, he's giving you the gun signals. Go with what's in your heart. Go with what he's giving you. When he's giving you the clearance, take off. Take the limits off. Like pastor's been talking about, this is the God of more than enough. The God that's bigger than words. The undescribable King of King and Lord of Lords. And I'm just saying, Cole, come on. You got the gun signals. It's time to take off. And after you take off, I'm, I'm closing with this. After you take off, here I am, I'm flying, and, and I just keep feeling in my mind that I'm going the wrong way. And I got the instruments there, and I'm like, I even set, I even, there's this cool app you can even set up on your phone. You can see where you're going, just like if you're driving a car. But it doesn't do that recalculating thing or anything like that, you know. <laughs> don't, don't recalculate the airplane, Okay. There's no rearview mirrors in the airplane either. And that's a good lesson too. We don't look back. You don't look back. Be thankful. Learn from different things. But we're looking forward, moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. Can't go in reverse. And you can't pull over. So you better keep moving in the right direction. I'm feeling like I'm going left. I feel like I'm going left. I keep looking back. But my mind is telling me, my body's telling me, everything in me is saying, you're going the wrong way. But I just had to just trust the instrument. So I just turn, even though I didn't feel like it, and go. And the next thing you know, boom, there it was. Everything was just right where it was supposed to be. But I didn't recognize it. And, and in our walk of faith, as we're releasing faith, we're releasing our power and we're expecting results. Sometimes it just doesn't feel like anything's happening. We feel like we're going the wrong way. We feel like we're way off. 
God's got your navigation planned out through the instrument of his word, and he's, nothing can separate us from the love of God because we're going after him. We're not trying to go off track. We want to please him. Faith pleases God. We're using our faith. We're ready to go. And it's sometimes in your life, it's going to feel wrong. Don't just take that as, oh, you know, stay in the Word. Stay on the instrument. He'll lead us. Even when we feel like He can't hear us. And even during that flight, one, I had, the, I had the, the transponder so they could see me the whole time. Even though I couldn't talk to them, I could hear them. And when, at one point, they said, okay, if you can still hear us, go ahead and turn, this, turn it off. So I just did what they said. Even though I didn't think, I'm like, I don't know, are you sure? But they said to me to do it. And they're like, Roger's that. And they told, like, they, they saw even though I couldn't get through to them, they were still helping me navigate and even though sometimes in our own mind we feel like god can't hear us we feel like we're trying but he's still speaking to you he's still leading you by his word by his spirit we don't see we don't feel it there's another time flew off next thing you know i'm thinking we're gonna be fine we're gonna fly low next thing you know we pile right into this pile of clouds brandon was with me (laughs) i was like okay we're definitely not going that way so you just stay at the instruments, turn out of this, back into the action, back in the light. If you freak out, if you just follow your feelings, you follow what you're thinking, you allow different things to influence you, that's how, that's how they crash. That's how the pilots crash. Because they go by their feelings, not by their faith in the instruments that were designed for their success, to get them to their destination. And I like what Sean said Sunday morning. It's a journey, not just a destination. Yeah, we're going somewhere, but all the stops in between and all the way in between as God is navigating us, touching people's lives, making a difference. We can't just live for an event. It's it's our daily. we're, We're with him every day, moving with him. Bow your heads with me tonight. I didn't get very far in my outline, but I'm having fun.